All right. In today's episode, we've got the 2024 Influencer Roadmap. These are the 10 needle mover trends that I'm going to be doubling down in in the upcoming year. So if that sounds exciting, stick around. We're going to get into those top 10 tips really soon. Welcome, everyone, to the Partner Up Profits Podcast. I'm your host, Joey Viancourt, a former introverted small towner who now adds value to businesses by sharing the most effective ways to grow and scale using affiliate and influencer partnership strategies. I'll share the lessons I've learned over the past 15 years while helping my clients generate more than 100 million in sales. We'll also dive into productivity hacks, mindset, and the newest trends from real case studies and expert interviews. You're just one partnership away from changing your business. So get ready, partner up, and profit. Let's get into it. Before we get into the episode, make sure to visit PartnerUpProfits.com to get access to my library of systems, tools, templates, and courses to help you and your teams level up in affiliate and influencer marketing strategies. The Bootstrapper's Guide to Influencer Marketing is the go-to resource for making sense of how to profitably start, build, and scale an influencer marketing program, and it's got over two hours of free video lessons along with a resource guide. And I'm constantly adding new things to make your life easier with plug-and-play tools and templates, and it doesn't stop at influencer marketing. So if you like done-for-you systems and free stuff, then be sure to go to partnerupprofits.com and join the community today. Today, I really wanted to focus on the upcoming year. And under the lens that I'm constantly looking at, where do I see trends going? And where am I going to be going and going deep into long-tail dividend partnership marketing strategies? So this industry never sits still. It is ever-evolving. And we can continuously look at the shiny object syndrome, which is chasing the next big trend, which there has to be a small part of us doing that at all times because we have to discover what's the next thing. It started with Instagram, then there's TikTok, then there's going to be the next thing. So that doesn't stop. But the fundamentals still need to be entertained. And you have to be continuously asking yourself from the previous year, what am I going to double down on in the upcoming year? Because what's laid the foundation for success is going to continue to build upon in the upcoming year. While you're doing that, you're still going to be discovering. And today, I'm going to talk about some discovery items that I haven't necessarily proven yet, but I know I want to dig deep into, as well as some proven strategies I am going to double down into. To think bigger than normal is to embrace the extraordinary, okay? Richard Branson has a quote, says, the sky is not the limit, your mind is. So I'm aware of that. We all have limiting beliefs, and that's okay. It's not about perfection. It's action over perfection. And we'll never get to the point where we're always satisfied with what we're doing, the way we're thinking. So what I always like to entertain is look at it as a challenge, look at it as an opportunity for growth and pay attention to those limiting beliefs and challenge your assumptions. My bumper sticker for life is to constantly challenge assumptions across the board to the point where you understand exactly your alignments and your core values and you feel in your gut that you're in the right place at the right time and doing the things you love every single day. It's a bit off track from what we're talking about today, but so let's get back in the ambassador side of things and scaling partnerships across the board this is really omni-channel partnerships. So even though I talked about the influencer roadmap, this is everything related to partnerships from affiliates, content creators, YouTube, and influencers, of course. So number one, strategic partnerships with micro-influencer coaching groups. This is basically, think about the thought leaders serving the partnership audience you want to tap into. If you have a person teaching people how to launch podcasts, you have a person teaching people how to become a YouTube content creator, these people have pockets of audiences with people who haven't been invested in yet. Partnerships that are hungry for that first investment, that first sponsorship, or not even a sponsorship, just a commission-based deal. So I really want to target people teaching all these other people skills that are going to apply to be able to sell our products. And then even partnering with these strategic partners in these coaching groups 
to give them some sort of tier two to refer us more business. Number two, which is very much in line with number one, are the diamond in the roughs and the upcoming talent playbook. We always want to go after the vanity metric big dogs out there, right? The ones with million followers, celebrities. And in some cases, some products, some brands, companies, that works. Overall, though, the safer bet and the longer-term dividend that I look at are who are the up-and-comers who haven't been signed. So this is like kind of talent recruitment, talent scouting. And the way I look at this is I go to podcasts. I look at the rankings. Who's dipping into the top 100, the top 50, the top 10, top five? And I have reports set up that I want to see who's coming in because I'm not looking for the person at the top. I'm looking for the person that's cracking that first top 100, top 50 ranking. And that's new, that's not been on our radar before. And for YouTube, I'm going to search for trend keywords. What's the latest trend coming out? And is there a review video that somebody just produced that has great content, but they haven't necessarily got a brand partnership? or they're not really doing a lot of commission-based deals. It just doesn't look like they've been tapped into yet. So that's a really quick search you can do on a weekly basis. You can set up automated reports on this too. Um, So those are two ways to find upcoming talent. But ultimately, you're looking for people that haven't cracked the new code, haven't got a brand partnership yet, and that are just starting off their career. And you're basically going to them and saying, I'm investing in you. Okay, I know that you've got great content. looks like you're going to make it one day. And I want to invest in you now. I want to get on the ground floor. What do you say? Let's do a hybrid deal, commission, flat rate, et cetera. But that's number two. Number three is look at your portfolio today. Who are you, if you've done deals with in the past 12 months? Can you do more deals with them? And can you expand the portfolio? Can you expand, amplify, and continue to expand those amplifications? So this is called omni-channel deal-making. So if I start with an Instagram post, I might do more posts. But eventually, the frequency of posts doesn't make sense. I can't do a post every day. But I could start to do podcast ads. I could do a newsletter-sponsored placement with them. I could do a dedicated blog post. All these omni-channel things. And it's easier to do deals with people that are in your ecosystem rather than shopping for new deals. You need to do both. But one's a long-term approach and one's a short-term fix. Now, fighting inflated rates. Better deals, longer-term, locked-in commissions. So there's seasons of partnerships. This seasons of locking in long-term deals is typically my phase four, the scaling, ascension, and evolution of partnerships. So provided you've got a good book of business of partners already promoting you, where are they at on the spectrum of either ROI or a brand equity, meaning they're adding more brand value by just their presence in your ecosystem? And if they're not striking off all those placements or those checkboxes in your mind, in your company, in your objectives, rethink the whole dang thing, then start to reevaluate the deal. And that can be everything from good deals and you want to lock in longer term rates at the same price to putting them commissions, hybrid deals, cutting them. Just make sure to continue to look at this as a complete cyclical phase from phase one, two, three, four, Phase four being the season of partnerships and fighting the inflated rates. (laughs) So look at that. Start the renegotiation phase. I typically do this at the end of the year prior to signing on new deals in the upcoming year. But depending on where you're at, just make sure to continue to entertain the idea of locking in long-term deals, better deals and commissions when you can. And if not, be willing to walk away if you don't feel they're adding value and they're taking up too much of your time. Community for your ambassadors. Number five, this is one that is going to continue to trend, I think, in the upcoming years. It's creating a community for your ambassador groups to get together, to both share the wins 
highlight the wins that they're doing and really create a cohesive unit of your brand and them. And this is an opportunity for you to teach them more about your products, more about the upcoming promos, give them a place to come and get questions answered, make them feel heard. Because we all think and we all assume people know things about our company and products and promos. And we send an email newsletter, we send maybe a DM or an SMS. But I think that everyone needs some sort of platform to communicate on. And some people might entertain email. Some people might entertain all the other things I just mentioned, but really having a one central one-stop shop for people to meet up on a monthly basis at the very least. And you can network and do all these wonderful things in a 60-minute period, record that, and then put it out as content for all the new ambassadors coming to your group. Regardless of them coming to your call or not, they're going to get value and you create a collection of videos and all these lessons and learning and community like-minded people connecting. Number six, second tier deals. Seasons of partnership, this is where it comes to, again, phase four is the ascension evolution. And typically, this is where I do tier two deals. So this is where you're going to extend a commission or a flat rate payout to somebody who's going to refer you to their friends or people who are going to sign up to your affiliate ambassador or, or podcast advertising deals. Anybody that can give you more business, you want to then pay them. So I put together a structured system on an outreach plan. I do everything from the emails that people are going to send on our behalf to their friends to make it easy. So make it easy for them to refer people. Make it clear what the expectation is as to if they come on as a commission-based affiliate versus a paid deal. Because I don't want to give maybe, like let's say you're paying 5 to 10% commissions on a tier two over 6 or 12 months. But if it's a paid deal and I'm actually not making money, I don't want them getting paid on the gross versus a commission-based deal. In that case, there could be different levels of tiers that you're paying out on that tier two. But the call to action is look in your ecosystem. Who do you regularly touch base with and who are they connected with? Work those deals and get more people and pay them for it. Don't skimp out on commissions or tier twos. It's in your best interest. It's so much easier and they're working for you. So you need to pay them and I would pay them. Number seven, define the four phases of partnerships. So we talked about four phases already. If you've never done the four-phase approach, let me walk through the Partner of Profits four phases of partnerships that I look at. First, have you architected and defined your program from start to finish? Everything from your outreach to your payouts to the partnership journey that somebody takes when they come in your ecosystem. And then have you prospected and given the tools to all your team members to prospect effectively and just architect your program? Number two is the actual outreach, deal-making, and all that. So again, you want to create systems around all these things. And if you've never done it or you've half-assed done it in the past, come back to this. and Look at it as four phases. Architecting the program, the outreach program slash prospecting and deal-making. And the third one is the, the testing phase, the actual promotion phase. What are your KPIs? What are your expectations day one for podcasts, YouTube, influencers, affiliates, because all of these can be different. You might not have the same ROI on day one expectations for a podcast ad as you do for a YouTube or an affiliate direct response email person. So that's phase three, expectations and the parameters and bumpers as to how your team can test and measure without you or how to scale it where it's maybe you're doing it anyways. Maybe you are the person managing this. But if you want to be promotable, you need to be replaceable. That was something that was told to me and I continue to think about that. And it's not a negative thing. It's just to continue to get promoted or to continue to level out of a particular position if you're the actual CEO or the person that wants to get ahead of that and just define the system. 
you need a system for people to make decisions upon. And if you don't have that, then you're going to constantly get pulled into conversations that require your attention and your decisions to be made. And then phase four is the ones we just talked about, the ascension and evolution phase. If phase three goes well and the promotions are cranking, how can you do more deals, more omni-channel deals? And how can you continue to get tier two referrals, deeper, better negotiations and everything else to continue to scale them and keep them in your ecosystem? So phase four is also retention and nurturing and defining those systems. How are you retaining your affiliates, influencers, ambassadors? Do you have a plan in place? Do you have a regular check-in with them? Do you have a regular note going out to them, some sort of gift at the end of the year, a reminder when they first had their first sale with you? All those little things add up. And I just think that you need to define those if you haven't already. I'm continuing to build that system myself. Even though I have built it, I want to refine it every year. It's about a feedback loop and then refining, listening to feedback, and then continuing to build a better system. Number eight, product mention endorsements, advertising. This one's an exciting one, and I might be late to the punch on it uh, when it comes to actually doing it. Now, let me explain what this is. Think about whenever you listen to a podcast and you organically just hear in conversation, they're talking about a product. So it's like I'm talking on, on someone's podcast and I'm like, yeah, I'm experiencing brain fog. And uh, but anyways, I, I love this like Xander juice and I take it all the time. But have you tried it? No, I haven't tried it. This is what I call it's like a product mentioned or a secondary sponsorship. I don't know if there's a market for it, but I'm going to be going deep into how can I get a product in the hand of somebody going on to a show that show hasn't said yes to me before. <laughs> so if you have friends that like are maybe going on the Rogan or Ferris podcast or Andrew Huberman, could you get them to talk organically about a product? And is there a market for that where you could get sponsors to do this um, transactionally? I don't know, but I've been coming across that quite often. And of course, there are people that are getting sponsored to do this and just talk about it all the time. But I think strategically, I'm looking for how can I systematize that and find somebody to run that show for me. Number nine, YouTube. Where are trends going with paid partnerships? Podcast is not going to die off. Social influencers is continuing to grow. Everything is going to continue to be, again, fundamentally and the foundational principles of this whole content creator system. Yes, all those verticals are going to continue to be present. In my opinion, YouTube has the highest long tail dividend. And I'll explain what I mean by that and define it. It's not pre-rolls and mid-roll placements. It's not advertising over somebody's video. These are things that may be scalable, but I can't speak to them. So don't think that I'm saying they can't work. What I'm talking about, though, is paying somebody to do a content review video of your product, service, or whatever you have that is either in favor of it or just, again, it's a review video. So it's up to them to give their honest feedback on it. But those videos, they don't always spike. They don't always become viral. But they do live on. And I've seen case studies of people making affiliate commissions from one video in the six figures over multiple years from only one video. So you talk about long tail dividend compounding effects as investments. Those type of investments, even though a YouTube content creator deal making structure takes a longer time. There's cycles. If you think of a clock analogy, which my good friend Wade Lightheart talks about clock analogies a lot. There's a minute hand, hour hand, and second hand. A YouTube content creator deal is the hour hand. It's going to take a long time for it to actually manifest versus a second hand, which may be a social post by somebody. 
But once you do it, it could take maybe four months to get off the ground. The long tail dividend effect of a YouTube video versus a social post that doesn't live on is massively different. If I was going to invest my time with a company in this endeavor, in, in partnerships in general as an affiliate, I would continue to find YouTubers that are really good content creators that are willing to do review videos and put full production value behind it and really creative people. That's what I'm looking for, storytellers. So think about that in uh, the upcoming year or whenever you're watching this because it's not gonna stop. It's a huge billion dollar industry as everybody knows. And for me, my first step is always look for YouTube videos. I like learning, I, I like watching YouTube. I don't like consuming information by reading anymore. So I think that platform has just got massive potential beyond just the affiliate play. Number 10, events. How are events going to be doing in the future? I, for myself, I'm less inclined to be wanting to sponsor events. I'd prefer going to an event and being there as, as part of it and then mingling and meeting people. But I'd prefer doing less events now and more sponsoring of curated mastermind groups. Think about, again, Back to tip number one of strategic partnerships. Who are the people in front of the communities you want to be a part of at scale? Who's the ones teaching, coaching, consulting the people that you want to be in front of from a partnership perspective to sign them or get them as an affiliate? Everything from mastermind groups to meetups to community organizations where people are coming together with a common cause on a mission-based level where it has the perfect harmony to your company, your product, your benefit. Finding those people who may or may not already be in your ecosystem, which is another reason why you need to start asking, hey, partner John Smith, what do you have going on these days? And they might tell you, oh, I do a regular meetup monthly. And there's 10 content creator friends of mine that come together and we have a mastermind or we're doing cold plunges together. Like that's valuable. That's the nurturing that I want to do. I want to custom curate something for that. I don't want to sponsor this large event that may or may not have the people there that I care about at large. I want the mission-based partners that are already tied to a person I know and trust that can then vouch for us because they've already been through our program. That's where I'd focus. I'd put money into that. I'd sponsor the event. I'd give products. I would even go to those particular meetups and insert yourself if you've got spokespeople or partners that can go on your behalf. You could even send them to these places too and do a bit of a, a co-branded partnership where they're there on your behalf. So less events, more sponsoring of custom curated mastermind group meetups or community meetups of some sort based on your influencer and ambassador program. Those are my top 10 things that I'm doing that maybe you could get some value out of if you add it to your own business. If you have other ideas, send them my way. I, I love this. It's an open conversation. There is no definitive right or wrong answer in all this. And leave it in the comments below or just send me an email and uh, I'll be sure to include it in future episodes and I'll be sure to give you a call out on it. So hopefully you got some value out of this. Take care and we'll see you on the next one. All right, just before you go, make sure to visit partnerupprofits.com. Sign up to the weekly newsletter to get the latest trends and updates on partnership marketing strategies that include affiliates and influencers. I promise it won't be boring, it'll be worth it and you'll get notified when new episodes go live and you'll also get instant access to any new tools that I build and add to the Partner Up Profits collection. Be sure to check it out often as I'm adding new things all the time. Go to partnerupprofits.com today. That's all we've got for this Partner Up Profits podcast episode. As always, I hope you leave here today with one new idea that you can apply to your life and business. 
I'd be forever grateful to you for leaving a review of this episode. And if you like it, rate it a five or give it a thumbs up and just leave a quick comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. Also, make sure to link up with us at partnerofprofits.com on social media. And please just share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. Until next time, remember, you're just one partnership away from changing your business. Let others do the selling for you and get ready to partner up and profit.